Hello and welcome to Ignite PT Radio. On these podcasts, we shall be doing various different features, including weekly Q&As and monthly Q&As. Throughout the weekly Q&As, I will be bringing you a different topic, which I will discuss at length. And within the monthly Q&As, I will be meeting with another person within the fitness industry to discuss their experiences, their views and their chosen focuses within the fitness field. So without further ado, let's get down to today's episode. Welcome back to another Q&A. This week we are covering the topic of caffeine. I have already mentioned this uh, briefly in a few different subjects and stuff like this that I've covered. Um, but this week we will be solely, solely focusing on caffeine itself. So, starting point, what is caffeine? Caffeine is a drug um, that will trigger a response from our adrenal glands that elevates our heart rate and just makes us feel a little bit more energized and a little bit more alert. So it comes in various different formats and there may even be some things that you're taking in on a day-to-day basis at the moment that you didn't necessarily realize had caffeine intake in it. Uh, But the most common areas that you'll find caffeine within are uh, tea, coffee, energy drinks, um, things like Propus, fat burning supplements will have them in them as well. They can be naturally occurring in some food products as well, so for example things like uh, dark chocolate have caffeine occurring within it. Um, so there's quite a lot of things that will have um, some sort of milligrams of caffeine content within it. Um, of course it will vary depending on the product and what it is. Um, but caffeine is quite simply one of the most um, commonly used and unregulated drugs within well, within the world really. Um, it's used widely worldwide and there's, there's a, a lot of pros and cons with caffeine itself. So I'm a big fan of caffeine, I'm not going to um, you know, try and hide that or deny that, um, but it is something that needs to be used and um, taken in under consideration as well because it's very easy just to think oh well you know I can just get it I can get it as easily as, as buying anything in a supermarket when it comes to sort of like groceries or something like that you can buy energy drinks you can buy coffee there's no age restriction on it there's no um, you know laws in place that would restrict you from buying certain amounts really apart from some energy drinks within the UK you do have to be over the age of 16 to purchase them um, but again that can kind of vary with the, the strictness of it it wouldn't be like if you're buying cigarettes or alcohol for example where you have to have ID for it and across the board people get ID'd for that um, really it's a case of it, it can be a bit hit and miss as to it, whether there's any age restrictions on, on these kind of products so pretty much anyone can get hold of them Okay, and that can be a little bit alarming in the sense that when abused, it is a drug at the end of the day, it can have quite detrimental effects, and of course I am looking at extremes here um, but it's one of those things where it's looking at the, the build-up of caffeine that you can sort of accumulate throughout the day and then the effects that can have on your body as you go through your day. So say for example, lots of people in day-to-day life will have some sort of a hot drink in the morning. So most people have a tea or a coffee or something like that. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, but then it's a, a case of having a look at, instead of it just being, okay, well, you know, I have a, a coffee in the morning and then by about sort of, you know, 10, 11 a.m. I have a break, I'll get another coffee. And then at lunch, I'll maybe have an energy drink. And then, you know, for example, I'll have another tea break or coffee break sort of mid-afternoon. And then I get to the gym in the afternoon, for example, and I have a pre-workout. And then if you have a look at that, that is a lot of caffeine 
within a, the period of a day. And something that's really important to take into consideration as well is our beloved caffeine has something called a half-life, which basically means that to, to sort of have the maths a bit more simplified, if you were to take in 200 milligrams of caffeine at midday, so say 12 o'clock, lunchtime, you have 200 milligrams of caffeine, whatever format, it doesn't matter, okay? And then, depending, everyone will vary slightly differently depending on their metabolism, but it's around six hours before half of that caffeine intake would have left your system. So at 6 p.m. in the evening, say for example you took 200 milligrams in, 6 p.m., you've still got 100 milligrams of caffeine running through your system. So if that's just that, then that's still a fair amount to be in your, in your bloodstream and running through your body. But then if you think about, like that example I just gave a second ago, where you know if, you're, if that's one of four or five sources of caffeine you've had throughout the day, you, know, you, could, you could be in the very high hundreds, mid to high hundreds, quite easily still late on in the day. Okay? And then it's having a look at this crossover with how that can then be affecting your sleep and the quality of your sleep and whether you're able to get off to sleep easily as well. Because if you're stimulated off your, you know, off your high horse and you're feeling all over the shop and just really, really sort of wired late on in the day, um, chances are you may need to look at your timings of your caffeine intake and what impact that's then having on your body. You know? So these things are really important to look into. And I think we can all benefit time to time, to time just having a, a full kind of step back from caffeine. It doesn't need to be anything dramatic. I've done it a few times where I've taken a week, two weeks off and just gone either, you know, as close to caffeine free as I can or, you know, just step back from the amount that I'm having. And yes, your body will have a bit of a response to that because it is a drug at the end of the day. So it's not something that your body is just going, to, okay, cool, you can you know, just go without that. You may find your energy levels um, fluctuate and change a little bit, but it is something that's really important to do. But also, if it's something that you use for um, a performance benefit, um, say for example, you're using pre-workouts, um, and like I said, there is going to be a bit of a crossover with the sleep and the pre-workout Q&A that I've done with this as well, then you'll probably find a benefit even more so from having that bit of a step back for a certain period of time and just be like, cool, let your body have a reset, let everything just relax for a moment. Um, it doesn't have to be a ridiculously long amount of time. A week can be plenty enough of time just to allow your body to, to sort of have a bit of a reset, so to speak, um, and then just sort of phase it back in and see how your body responds to that. But if you're at a stage where, you know, looking more at the extremes where you're having a fair amount of caffeine throughout the day and you're not really feeling the effects or the benefits of it that you'd like to, chances are you're building up a bit of a resilience to it and you're just getting more and more tolerant of the caffeine that you're taking in because it's becoming almost the norm. So that's something that's important to consider as well. Instead of just thinking, oh, I'll just up and up and up the dose, trying to sort of chase it and, um, you know, reverse the effects of um, you get building up a bit of an immunity to it, it could be probably, well, it would probably be a lot more beneficial to looking, um, looking into, sorry, um, just having a bit of a step back. So things that I take into consideration when you're looking at your caffeine intake as well is how's your hydration alongside that? Okay. and the effects of this can then potentially negatively have on your blood pressure as well. So say for example your hydration levels are pretty poor throughout the day and you're not really getting much soul intake of purely water throughout the day. And you're having teas, coffees, all that sort of stuff, energy drinks for example throughout the day. 
your, your blood pressure can end up being a little bit elevated as a result in some cases. And that's something definitely that we want to avoid for, for various different health um, factors. But these things are important to consider as well. The, it can have a negative effect on your blood pressure reading. So if you're hopped up on caffeine and your hydration levels aren't as good, then that can be something that's, you know, can end up being quite, um, quite serious when it comes to um, health implications. And of course, again, I'm looking at more of an extreme here, but these things are very important to take into consideration. Um, so with that, it's ensuring that, you know, if you're having caffeine, that's fine, it's not a problem, but just make sure that you are balancing it and you're keeping things in, you know, a good equilibrium as much as you can with hydration levels alongside it. So something I brought into um, practice a long time ago was I will not have any form of caffeine um, until I've been awake for at least an hour. The reason for this being that when you wake up in the morning, you're, you tend to be in a bit more of a relaxed state. So your heart rate and everything like that's a bit lower. If first thing you're doing when you wake up in the morning is you're smashing off a, uh, a pretty strong coffee or you, you're having some sort of um, caffeine intake, where your heart rate's been a bit lower, your blood can end up being a bit of a thicker state because you haven't been moving around as much as you do in your day to day, for example. And then you give it a stimulant and your heart rate elevates and then as a result, your blood pressure can skyrocket. Okay, so having a look at a, just getting in a pint of water, just getting some water in first thing in the morning to sort of lubricate the body and allow the body to get the blood flowing a bit more freely, that can be really beneficial and ensure that we're, we're not kind of giving the, the, the body a bit of a battle with regards to the, the, the stimulants going in early on when the, the, you know, the blood may be in a slightly thicker state because the heart rate's been lower. Um, so looking at just sort of, you know, oiling the machine a little bit in the sense that you're you're hydrating it so you know you're getting your blood flow a little bit more fluid um, this can be really beneficial so just to round off things to consider yes caffeine can be brilliant okay but just because it is unregulated doesn't mean that it sh it's something that should be abused it's important to have a, a bit of a step back every now and again but also just assess where you're at with things First of all, are you feeling the effects that you desire from it? Second of all, are you in a position where you're, um, you feel like you're just constantly riding a bit of a wave and it's maybe negatively affecting your sleep? And, um, you know, just looking at basically, as opposed to sort of how much you're getting in in, in one hit, keep that half-life into consideration as well with how much that can then just trickle over. And um, you can almost end up just riding a constant wave of caffeine. Um, so yeah, absolutely do use caffeine. There's no issue with doing that. Um, it has many, many benefits and pros as well, but definitely be wary of the, the negative effects and ensure that you're using it responsibly. I know that might sound a little bit drastic, but yeah. All right, let me know your thoughts. Ooh, a little hiccup.